Hi guys, and welcome to this episode of Car Audio Talk. The podcast. That's right. I'm Dean. And I'm Fernando. And we forgot last week's. We forgot? Yeah, we didn't do one last week. Well, we're busy. We're always busy. But hey, we're sorry about that. Life sometimes catches up with you, and before you know it, the week is over, and we're on to a fresh week. So, this week, we definitely have a podcast for you, obviously, because you're listening to it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we have a great topic. This one was awesome. This was, uh, we did a video where we did a, we did two videos back to back, and they were both like phase one videos as i like to call them correct where we do like half the system and then the customer comes back and we do the other half of the system mm-hmm. and in this case we had two and the one in particular that is fresh in my mind is the one on the f-150 we did an f-150 where we did a pdx v9 a new radio uh subs underneath the seats and comp rts mm-hmm. my favorite and he was going to come back and have us put in some speakers. Correct. Now, of course, that video isn't up yet because I haven't edited it, but it will <laughs> be shortly, which is the part two or phase two in this case. But regardless of all that, it brought about a wonderful question by one of our viewers, one of you guys, that said, hey, how do I design a system in phases like that? What are the most important things that I should be doing first? Can you help me out? And I was like, dude. That is a great podcast. That's a great question, yes. Because it's one of those questions that is going to be multi-segmented. There's different things, and it's it's not something I could just type a quick answer for. So here we are today. Right. We're going to talk about designing your system in phases. So part one's through whatever it takes. <laughs> now, the nice thing is right off the bat, anytime you're designing a system, you want to make sure that you set a goal. Yes. Everyone should have goals. Yes. I okay. mean, you know, think about it. So what radio do you want? What speakers do you want? What amps do you want? Where do you want to be with your system in a year from now? Okay. Louder. Yeah. Louder. Exactly. Um, so there's a couple things to consider before you start your whole system build, as it were. Correct. Um, one of the things I like to ask the customers uh, is, how long do you plan on keeping the car? Normally, yes. That's a great question to ask because, hey, look, if I'm only looking to have this car two years, you might not want to go crazy on it. Or some of the people that use uh, lease the cars. That's another good question. Yeah, that's another good one. (laughs) So there's there's ownership of the vehicle. Now, a lot of the times we get lucky enough to like this F-150. It was a brand new F-150. It was his Mm -hmm. baby. He just got it. He's going to keep it forever and ever, he says. We all know that's a lie. But some people do keep their cars for a really long time. Yes. So those are questions that we want to get out of the way up front. So let's just say you have a new car or a new-to-you car. Okay. And naturally, when you get that car, the first thing you want to do is fix it up. Like when I bought my car, the first thing I wanted to do, wheels and tires. Cool. You know, because that sets your car off from everyone else's car. You're right. Chances of somebody buying the same wheels and tires as you, not so good. Huh. It happens. But yeah, yeah. But anyways, it, it makes your car unique. Yes. Next thing is going to be the stereo. And just like him, he had put his wheels and tires on. He would ordered his cool grill that wasn't in at the time. Yeah. Now he wants the stereo. The stereo he wants is way bigger than the budget that he had. But he knew that... He's not getting rid of the truck. So patience. Patience is key. <laughs> because patience in life will get you anything you want. 
right? Well, yeah. think about it for a minute. No, I mean, definitely, yes. If you're, you're right. a patient and you're striving towards a goal, you will get to that goal at some point in time. I don't have patience, man. Most people don't have patience. Yeah. Everyone wants instantaneous gratification. Yes. I want it now. Give it to me. And that's why the fast food industry is an amazing place to be. Correct. Because I can pull through the drive-thru. I can get my Chick-fil-A sandwich. And I can be happy as soon as I put that delicious chicken <laughs> and buttery bun, right? Oh, yeah. Anyways, tangent. You have to decide what's more important, instantaneous gratification or the long game. I'm a long game kind of guy. I like looking at things as a longer picture like well, how long is it going to take me to get from point a to point b the inevitable ending of my journey mm-hmm. and what's going to be along that trail and how long am i willing to wait to get what i want right that's patience now regardless of all that so first thing you're going to ask yourself is how long do you plan on keeping the vehicle the second thing you want to ask yourself is are you in for the long game are you in for instantaneous gratification these are all going to be two things that are going to dictate what kind of system you can buy for yourself. Now, if you're independently wealthy or just sitting on a ton of cash, none of this is going to apply to you. But for the rest of us, this is going to apply. The question is, where do I start first? What would the first thing I have to do? Now, source unit is very important because your source unit is where all your sound comes from. That means that when you put music on, it comes from there. That's when you're talking over the phone, listening over the phone, going out to the amplifiers is the source unit. It's the most important thing in the equation. Now, today, the source unit can get to be confusing. Difficult? To say the least. Mm That is where you're going to want to start, is first off, address the source unit. A, are you going to buy a new radio because your car can take one? Or B, are you going to have to use your factory radio? Correct. Now, if the answer is A, I'm going to get a new unit, then that's what you're going to want to concentrate all your effort on first, is buying the best radio to do what you want it to do for the money that you have. Okay, so yeah. If, if you want, if you're going for audio and you want it to sound amazing, Four volt is a criteria. Four or five volt is something you're going to have to have if you're building a system. Obviously, six-channel preamp output. Correct. If you have a smartphone, Android Auto or Apple CarPlay isn't just fun. It's a mandatory thing to have to make your life a little bit more better. Yes. A little bit more better. Actually, a lot more better. Definitely more better. More better. So, you know... That's where you want to spend that money. That's where you want to put that initial investment is getting the best radio that you can so that down the road we can work on to the next phase. Correct. Now, if you're B, this is where it gets a little bit confusing. All right. So, obviously, if I have to keep the factory radio, how am I going to integrate my system into this? Am I going to do some form of a processor? Am I just going to do something like an LC7i or an LC8i or the new LC amplifiers? Or am I going to buy an amplifier that has a DSP built into it, like the new JL amplifiers and a couple other amplifiers that are coming out to the market, like, let's say, a Prima uh, amplifier? Audio control? Well, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, LC. Yeah. It's, pay attention, man. Yeah, yeah. We're on the same show. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways... That's something to consider there. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what you're going to do. Now, on the B system, keeping the factory radio, that processor is going to take the money that you spent. You, you were planning on spending for the radio in the A system. So don't think you're going to be like, oh, I got a cool factory radio. I don't have to spend money on it. I'm just going to hook up some amps. No, no. The same amount of money that you put into that 
aftermarket radio that's amazing you're gonna have to put to make your factory radio sound good because it's a factory radio now if you're lucky enough to have the ability to add an amp pro to it uh, or the iDatalink AR interface then you're one leg up because at that point you know with an amp pro you can plug it in you'll get six channel preamp output if you're gonna go iData and go AR then you can plug it into an existing product such as let's say a Prima amp um, a DSR1 from Rockford, uh, Kicker, I'm sorry, a Kenwood uh, 600 DSP amplifier. Mm -hmm. So there are some options to go there. But if you're not in that cool realm where you have that integration capability, then you have to do something else. You have to go high level to low level, possibly do some summing. Yeah. So all that is going to take that budget that you were planning on spending on the radio, you have to spend on that. But where the gray area comes in is I don't really want to do that first. I want to do, let's say, subwoofers. Okay. So subwoofers would be instantaneous gratification. Okay, so you say Okay. for the vehicle A yes. that you can change the radio, the first part you need to do is radio. Correct. For the car V that you cannot change the radio, that will be ideal to do subwoofers first. Well, to have a plan on how you're going to end up, which would be, okay, so I plan on doing this, mm -hmm. okay, but I don't plan on doing my highs yet. Correct. I don't plan on doing all this other stuff. So you have to decide out what instantaneous gratification you want right away. And I agree because some of the cars, like... Uh, and the A, I'm sorry, and B. Yes. You can even change the speakers until you change the whole Correct. entire system. Right. So adding a subwoofer, that will be ideal. Yes. To do. Because okay. that gets you some joy. Mm -hmm. Actually, it'll get you a lot of joy. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. And it will get you into the game. Correct. But the reason why, now you could still do that in A, but the, the problem with it is, is it's just not as fun. Right. You know, it's just not as fun because if you can replace your radio, replace your radio. There's but that's no why you started talking before yes. with the customer. Okay. Yes. What is the goal? Like you said before. Correct. What is the goal? What are right. we trying to do? Right. And from there, then you start the step by step. Right. Yeah. So let's go back to we, we've got our source figured out. Okay. And then we said the subwoofer. The subwoofer is the natural transition of things. Everybody wants bass first. Mm -hmm. So I say go with the feeling. If bass first is what you want, get bass first. Just like that gentleman, we put a radio, we put an amp and sub in. Mm -hmm. Okay, now he was fortunate enough that he just went with the amp that's going to power the whole system. We did a five channel. Mm -hmm. Now that goes into thinking the system through, the long game. Yeah. He went with the five channel instead of just going with a sub amp. Now we've done plenty of cars. We did an F-150 not too long ago mm -hmm. where he wanted to go with the two new T-Series amplifiers. Yep. So he was doing the 750.1, the 404. So we went ahead and made the installation ready for it in that we ran a four gauge wire with a distribution block so that we can eight gauge T off. And we made our amp board big enough to fit both of the amplifiers. Yeah, when they're ready, yeah. In this case, he was gonna go two amps. In this other gentleman's case, like in the video, he wanted to do one amp. So he just bought the PDX V9. It's gonna power everything up. He could have done the Rockford T-1005. Mm -hmm. It would all worked out in the end, but that's what you need to figure out too. So now that's where the planning comes in. So you have the radio, you've get figured out how you're gonna do integration into the source. Now, if you're in system A, you think, what am I gonna end up with for amplifiers? Mm -hmm. Am I gonna do two amps? Am I gonna do one amp? You gotta figure that out. 
Now, the nice thing is, is five channel amps are real popular right now. They make a whole bunch of them, and a lot of them have enough power to do what you want to do. And by power, I mean the subwoofer side. Okay. Because, you know, three to 500 watts, if that's golden, if you, if you can work within that realm, then the five channel amp will be the way to go. It'll save you some money in the long run. Mm -hmm. It's going to power up your factory speakers for the most part. Right. There again, there are some things that can throw a wrench in there that can screw things up. Now, if we go back over to system B mm -hmm. and we go, okay, I want to do a five channel amp because all I really want is to add, you know, I, I, I don't want multiple amplifiers. Okay. At that point now, we have a whole nother ball game mm -hmm. because we have to do the processor. Yes. We have to do the integration so that we can get the high side of things working as well because you're not just going to throw a five-channel amplifier in there and only use the sub-portion of it. No. That's not good for the amplifier, for one, and it would be silly to do. You just I've never ran into a situation where I've done that. No, because that would be just, like, installation okay. for, for what? For just the subwoofer? No. Yeah. No. So if you're going to go with the System B solution, then up front you now have the cost of the integration mm -hmm. and the five-channel amplifier But in the end, you're one step closer. Just like in that F-150, all you have to do now is add speakers. Correct. So something to think about. Whereas if you said in system B, uh, you know what, I'm going to do two amplifiers. I'm going to do one for the sub, one for the highs. That might be a better action because yeah. then you can just put in the sub amp, play it, and then the, you know, phase three of it would be moving on to the four channel amp and the speakers. Correct. Which is going to be the same on system, system A. System A. So... System A, if you chose radio, amp, and sub, or if you just, there again, chose amp and sub, and you picked a mono amplifier, just the power of the sub. As you can see, this can get confusing, and that's why this wasn't anything I figured I could just type into a quick response. Correct. Do this, do that, do that, and go on. The different scenarios that you can actually do. Right. And that's why the big picture of actually figuring out what you want, where you want to be in the end, will save you time and money throughout the whole build. Right. Now... If five channel amp is what you want to do and you're in system A, no problem. You put the radio in, you put the five channel amp in, it powers the factory speaker for a little while until you get enough money to replace them. At that point, you kind of already have an idea of what you want for replacing the factory speakers. You come back when you have the budget, you put them in, you're good to go, system A is done, you're rocking along, you're enjoying life. Correct. Now, if you decided to just put a sub amp in, now you have a four channel amp you're going to put in, You're going to put the speakers in. It's going to cost you, obviously, a little bit more money, but it might be the system you wanted in the end because you wanted more power or you wanted less power or who knows whatever. Right. But, you know, if you're going to break it into core functionality, then you do, like, radio, sub and sub amp, highs and high amp. Mm -hmm. Or radio, five-channel five channel amp with yep. a sub, and then come back and add new highs. Mm -hmm. So system A, as you can see, is clearly the easier one to design right. and also the easier one to break into multiple pieces. System B, with that factory radio, on the other hand, can be a nightmare. <laughs> Now, system B, if we break that out into parts, obviously we decided, hey, let's just add a sub and a sub amp, boom, rocking and rolling, we're good to go. Next phase, we're going to come in, and this is where it gets the expensive part, because in that system B, you're going to have to do processor, amplifier, speakers, all in one kick in the balls. Mm -hmm. In some situations, you can replace the speakers before you replace the amplifier. 
The problem with doing that though is if let's say you have a crappy factory radio for whatever car, it's not premium, it's not anything, it's just a basic deck with a screen that you don't want to take out and, and you have these chintzy speakers that are in there from the factory, plastic, mm-hmm. garbage sounding, and you want to upgrade those to some like Focals or some Audisons or some Morel or some T2s or, well, that radio is not going to have enough power for those. So buying them, yes, to save money, great idea, or to, you know, while you're saving money, buy them, put them on the shelf. Right. That's how I would approach that, because I would definitely not install them and use the 10 to 15 watts from the factory radio. No, no, definitely not. That's not good. Now, the other problem is, is let's say in that, let's say you have like an Infiniti Lexus, BMW, Mercedes, or something like that, where it has a amplified premium system that they don't make an amp pro for, Mm -hmm. and you want to, or or a Mazda. Yes. A Mazda the other day that came in had a factory Bose system in it. Correct. And he blew one of the Bose speakers. Mm-hmm. Well, he actually didn't blow it. The thing fell apart. Uh, yes. And <laughs> it's a like a funky 1.3 ohm speaker. Yeah. Full voice coil. Eight inch. We got yeah. nothing that's going to replace that. Yeah. Now, you know, he's like, well, can I design a system to go in here? Yeah, sure. But it's not like we can put the speakers in until you're to the, den po- to the done point to where we can do new speakers, amp, and processor. Correct. So for that guy... It would probably be better, because if he has to do it in phases, is to buy the electronics, put them on the shelf until he has everything, and then go full bore into it and just do all the install in one shot. Well, save the money until you have enough. But we all know people suck at saving money. Yeah. So yeah. buying the equipment and putting it on the shelf, probably a better idea. Yeah. And, and buy it, yeah, just do that. That seems to be the easiest thing to do. And we've had plenty of guys that have done that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did that when I was in high school. I would buy the pieces I need... It, until I had all the pieces I needed to do the installation. Some people, they have, like, you know, layaways, you know? Like, hey, yeah, you yeah, put lay- some money down, and when you're done, nice. yeah. We, we have a bunch, like, you know, we offer layaways. Yes. So, you know, a guy come in, I had, you know, when I was at AVE, we had layaway. We had a stack of receipts that were all layaway, and every week, you know, we'd get a handful of guys would come in with a 20, a 20, a 50, yeah, and they'd be yeah. like, I'm one day closer, and it's like, dude, I can't wait. This is going to be an amazing 20 system. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks is 20 <laughs> bucks, yeah. So there you go. I mean, there is a lot of options. You know, the, the, the moral to the story is come up with a system you want. Yeah. Figure out a plan to get to the end of the rainbow, mm-hmm. and then be realistic about getting to the end of the rainbow. Don't design a system that's... 15,000 bucks and you're never going to have 15,000 bucks well we all know that that's what everybody wants well want you know hey champagne taste on a beer budget you know i get it but be realistic with yourself exactly exactly you know if you if you're saying listen i want this system and i'm gonna give it myself a year to get it you gotta work for it yeah work for it save up for it yeah um you know the other thing I, that we've done many times over the years is, is with the layaway model is that, yeah, guys have come in and they've bought pieces, they've bought pieces, they've bought pieces, and then they show up one day and the last piece was paying for the install. Here mm-hmm. they are, and we're doing it all in one shot. We're putting in the new radio, we're putting in the five-channel amp, we're putting in all the speakers, yeah. the subwoofer, everything. It's, it's like awesome. Yeah. So they got the same satisfaction as the guy that came in and bought everything at once. It just took them a year to do it. Longer, yeah. But they didn't like piecemeal it in like oh you know i want to just i can't i I just want to throw the subs in now yeah and i'll come back and get that later because a lot of the times when that happens too is that you'll tell yourself oh you know let's just put the subs in today and tomorrow i'll come back and get the mids and highs you know when tomorrow being you know a couple months from now and then life catches up with you Mm -hmm. 
and you never come back get those mids and highs yeah and it's a sad thing yeah you know the other thing too to keep in mind is that anytime you're adding those subwoofers to a factory radio without a processor of some kind they're not going to sound as good because you're going to have limited frequency response from that aftermarket radio and no way to eq it to make them sound better now we mentioned the, you know, for system B, we mentioned a couple options, like JL just came out with their new amplifiers. Yep. But Audio Control also has the D4.800. Yeah. The D4.800 is a really cool amplifier in that it has their processor built into it, mm-hmm. and it has an output, and it has six channels of input. Yeah. So you could put, uh, uh, you know, you is it six or eight channels? Eight channels. Eight channels? Yeah. Uh. I think it's, uh, yeah, it is uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, so eight channels of input. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, eight has channels. Damn it, I don't want to be wrong. Okay. We should look that up. All right. Maybe on another show. Hold on. Audio control. Let's see. Here I'm recommending an amplifier, and I don't know all the specs for it. Dean, you should be ashamed of yourself. All right. So sad. It's a four-channel amplifier. Really, the whole point of it was that it has the output for the sub-amplifier so that you can... All right, what do we got here? Input, other outputs. Can you just go down? What are we going down to? Uh, let me see. What do they say? It's going to be quiet. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to figure it out. All hey, right. the owner's manual always works. Okay, hold on. I can tell from this picture. It has six channels. All right. Yeah, so it has six channels of input. Two for front and one for rear. And by two, I mean it has... So how the amplifier is designed yeah. is it has, like, in some systems you have a front tweeter and a front mid, and then you have a rear speaker. Like, and a lot of Fords have that. So what this allows you to do is tie the tweeter and the mid into channel one, and then there's a volume control to adjust between the two so you can do level matching, and then it'll internally sum those together, and then the rear channel will come in. And the nice thing about it is you can take this amplifier, you can put it into system B, and you have your four channel amplifier and your processor all built in at a reasonable price point. And then they make the M uh, 801, which is the same physical size that you can plug directly into this amplifier through the RCAs. It's not a special plug or anything like that. And now you have these two great 800 watt amplifiers that are going to allow you to do DSP, integrate into factory sound radios. Sound amazing. Yeah. Sound amazing. A lot of fun there. The nice thing about the 801 is it also has the ability to do a high level end. So you know, if you need to go high level just on the sub, you don't feel you need to run it through the DSP, you don't have to. That's entirely up to you and how you want to install it. But it's a great product. We're a big fan of audio control, so check those out. Definitely. Um, JL, there again, they make the same thing uh, now. That is really cool if you're into those guys. <laughs> All right. And then we're not here to pimp out brands. We're just here to educate and tell you what's cool. Anything else you can think of? Oh, I mean, so definitely you decide that, of course, uh, System A is going to be way easier than System B. As far as the design aspect of it, yeah. But, I mean, we've done enough of these systems that we know easy is a relative term. It depends on the customer. Well, no, it just depends on the car and depends on there again. You know, we were talking the other day, and this was funny because, you know, we had been doing so many of these big systems the mm-hmm. last couple months mm-hmm. um, that we had a lull. Yeah. 
like yeah. the last couple of days, we've been able to catch up on all the little work, which yeah. is just putting in a radio, just putting in an amplifier, just oh my putting God, in a yeah. P300. Yeah. And I actually stopped and I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. We're actually like, we've had four cars today as opposed to just one that sits in an install bay for yeah. a day for and a half day, yeah. that we're just, you know, trying to get through as quick as we can so Correct. that it'll make the due date. Yeah. And to be able to just like, we're putting in a radio. It was weird. It was nice yeah. because, you know, it's moments like that where you're like, oh, this is so great. I mean, I know you guys see that in the install diaries. It's like when we do random cars, you know. Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fun. That, that's actually fun. It's fun for you because you get to see more than one car. But a lot of the times we do a lot of those one <laughs> car all day long things. And yeah. those can get to be tedious. But they're equally rewarding. Yeah. Because yeah. there's always the laugh of when we, we work on one of those cars. That so we, the Jeep. The, the Jeep, Jeep we did. We, what do we did first? Which one? Uh, the white one. The white one. You narrowed it down. A white Jeep. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, my God. That was last week with the uh, steps on the door. Oh, yeah. What we we did didn't first? film that, though. No, no, no. But we what did we the, did? So we did the um, radio and radio first. the backup camera. Radio and backup camera because first. Because we did the Alpine WRO 9-inch or 8-inch touchscreen. Correct. With the there Alpine giant wheel camera mm -hmm. and that particular combination for all you guys that aren't familiar with alpine is, is about four thousand mm -hmm. um, dollars alpine is not shy to charge a lot of money for that jeep radio um but because of that you know that was hitting, phase one hitting them over the head with eight thousand dollars worth of a product that not everyone right. is prepared to do that right. so yeah phase one was the big jeep radio the big backup jeep backup camera, camera. phase two was the custom mount for the T1005 right. Marine amplifier tucked road up kill, underneath the seat. All the speakers. Road kill the sound bar, road kill the pods. Yep. Go with all type X components. Mm -hmm. um, add in the Alpine underneath sub under seat subwoofer. Correct. And then of course the last thing is spend an hour tuning it to get it to sound as good as possible. There you go. Um, so. Yeah, and that was a that was a simple phase one, phase two. Yep. But there again, that was he knew what he wanted because Sadly, he had already had a whole system installed in it. It would have made a great 911 video, yeah, but yeah. we were pressed for so much time on that. Oh, yeah. That was like no had, way we can film that. We had like six hours to get phase one done mm -hmm. and because he was going to Orlando that night. Yeah. He's like, so hey. it wasn't like we could – we were – yeah, we didn't we didn't get it for two days like we would have liked to have no. it. Even though you figure um, putting just a deck and a backup camera and how how hard oh, could it be? Are you kidding me? We had just backup take, camera and radio. Yeah, man. We had Come to on. take out all this other crap. Um, huge tires. Oh man, it was fun though. Yeah. But I mean, that's fun. I mean, but there it was a simple phase one, phase two. For him, it was actually a three phase because the first phase was putting in the wrong system, uh -huh. uh, yep. and then phase two for him was. Taking the wrong system out, putting in half of the first system, you know, the, the, the radio new backup camera, correct. And then he couldn't wait. He was supposed to be like a couple months. Oh, and no. It was like a week and a half. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he was boom in here for Facebook. That was two. less than two weeks, and it's like, oh, wow. He yeah. came back. Wow. I actually, when I saw it in the parking lot, I was like, I wonder, wonder what happened. I mean, it's, it, yeah, I was figured I was going to be ask, answering some questions on the radio. Right. Like, I, I, I can't figure out how to do this or something like that. And yeah. it was like, no, he just dropped it off. We're going to do this. I was like, oh. oh By the that's way, awesome. the radio is really cool. I like it. Yeah. Well, it's radio like a really 309, cool. you know, the Halo 9 just yeah. built for a Jeep that's waterproof and has a DVD player and navigation. The off-road uh, system that they have is really yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. But, yeah. And you get to cut the dash. 
Hey, man. You know, it's a dash, you know. It'll grow back. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. This has been a fun show. So yep. we hope this helps you a little bit. I know it's hard. This is a topic that's hard. I mean, to, to just make it make sense and give you like oh do a do b do c you're done hey pat yourself on the back you know bob's your uncle rock on yeah so definitely if you're gonna go and make your system go to the uh store talk to the people and ask all the questions you can so you can yeah actually balance the system that you want yeah and if you know nothing about car audio then ask team or or just watch all our videos (laughs) um but yeah so definitely uh you know, try to go for the long game. You'll save money in the end. Yep. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I, over the years, have put something in a car only to take it out again six months later because the guy wants to upgrade to something else and he's lost all that money uh, in that initial investment. Or, you know, so buy it once, buy it right, play smart, and it'll all work out in the end. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Bring your patches. Happy joy. Yay! Yay! All right, guys. We're going to end the show there. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and being part of this five-star train that keeps motoring along. You guys have a great night, as always. See you later next time.